What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Midweek Edition at the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up, dude? How you doing? Good. Yourself? Uh, not bad. Uh, I don't recommend trying to use the typical dog oatmeal shampoo to try to get blood out of a chupacabra's mane. Okay. Right on. Thank you for that tip. Also joining us, Reinhard von Krieger. Uh, how how did you fare with the Triceratops? Oh, everything was uh, was just fine. Now I'm just chilling on the mountain. Nice. They can't reach me up here, so it's kind of hard for them to climb. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. And uh, joining us this week, we don't have Jack, but joining us to give us a hand with this week's Nationalist Inquirer is Astro. What's up, dude? I almost called you somebody else. What are we talking about? What's up, man? Not much. How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on. It's going to be high energy episode. I've had coffee. I think it's been exactly three months because it was solstice last time I was on and now it's equinox. Huh. What a coincidence. It's almost like we do this Not really. on purpose. Not really. No. So it always just works. There's to work no such thing. Yeah, there's no such thing as coincidence, but there is such things as synchronicities. How about that? Absolutely. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, guess what, guys? We got our first piece of mail in the post office box. No way. Love, love mail, right? Absolutely love mail. Yeah, no, the, oh, okay. uh, the chicken feed was, doesn't count as mail. Uh, thank you for whoever sent the anonymous chicken feed. But uh, this is an actual letter. So um, let me just read this real quick. Just want to send in a brief note to let you know how much I enjoy the Paranormies. The midweek show has also been a nice addition. Nice. You continue to grow and improve into your role as the creator moderator of the show. You have a great team of co-hosts as well. Part of the fun is to listen to your struggle to keep them on topic. This is true. Uh, always looking forward to the next episode. Continued success. Best regards, Victor. Thank you, sir. And he donated $20 to the show as well. Thank you, sir. Uh, that was very cool. Yes. We got our first piece of mail. I feel like, I feel like we've, we've really made it now. We have a P.O. box. Do we take money orders? Yeah. And yeah, just address them to the paranormies. You can send whatever you want to the P.O. box, guys. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a P.O. box. If it doesn't fit, they'll put the piece of paper in there, and then they'll, you know, put the key in the other box, and you got to go to the other box and get it. Have you never had a P.O. box? Please I've never send had a banana. No, 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 no fruit. Nothing that can go bad, just in case, like, we don't get to it for, like, a week. Don't do that. Yeah, don't send, don't send <laughs> perishables. All non-perishables, please, to the P.O. Box, which is, uh, real quick, it is P.O. Box 3036, Kingsport, Tennessee, 37667-0036. That last part, the last four digits always throws me off. When did they start doing that? Is that a Mandela thing, or has that always been a deal? I, don't know. I, thing. I actually I actually had a really big Mandela effect moment this week. Okay, but wait, wait, I asked a question. What the I I don't know. The, all right, you don't know. What would you say it was an Obama thing, Astro? I think it was early early Obama years. They started doing that. Was it like another way just to I, I don't know the the reason why. 
It's silly. You know, the Postal Service is central to the QAnon uh, crowd right now. They're saying it's like the, the agency that's investigated the whole election. It's the Postal Service. Oh, they have a 90% yeah. conviction rating. Right. Well, when the, when the Postal Service starts investigating you, you know you're done goofed, I guess. Yeah, when they're your, when you're when they're your last hope, you've, you're fucked. Right. Right. Well, I was considering. I don't know, I was talking about for the other side because, like, you know, if they have a ninety-eight percent success rate, that's pretty good, right? Well, with spooks like Stephen Paddock, that used to be part of the Postal Service, you, you know, you never yeah. know, right? We still and we still still don't know what happened in Vegas. Yeah, all that fifty-man team, all that stuff. But we yeah, are- hoax, hoax or false flag. Hmm. Um. Well, what happens in Vegas stays there, correct? Right. Yeah. See, th- okay. what that you got to invoke that rule, and. We kind of got to do this eh, shoulder shrug, eh, you know, I mean, we got to give him that. It's not our fault. That's the rules of the rules, right? Right. right. Johnny, I, I had a big Mandela effect moment this week, and yes. I, I feel that you had, it's probably been the same for you. Okay, go ahead. My entire life, we've been calling it Japanimation, but I just found out that everybody's calling it anime now, and I really feel like this is like a huge Mandela effect moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember when that when that change took place. Um, we used to just call it Robotech, right? Uh, and Japanimation, right? Japanimation, Speed right. Racer, yeah, Speed Racer, yeah, Speed Racer, like actual. Plot. Yeah, I'd call Plot. that Mandela. Maybe cultural change, but see, I, I, all all traces of it being called Japanimation seem to have been wiped out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so it feels like a very Mandela effect situation. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I could. I could see that. I could see that. Or maybe we're just old. There is. There is definitely also that. <laughs> Thank you for reminding. I don't know. Me. I think. I think you're just old because I'm finding Japanimation was the prevalent term in the 70s, 80s. Yeah, 70s and 80s. Yeah, anime became popular yeah, my, in the mid to late 90s. My, my mom would call it Japanimation. She loves speed racing. There we go. It's a generational thing. Right on. Oh, also, okay. guys, while we're before we before I forget, we uh, we got a Bitcoin donation. Uh, some Norwegian donated fifty dollars to the Bitcoin. Thank you, some Norwegian. He's a he's a commenter in the TRS comment section on a regular basis. He had a very Thank favorable, you. very favorable, very favorable comment about the last trans episode. DB. Oh, what what was it? Look on the look on the website. I don't know. I don't have it pulled up. Well, I took your advice. You know, you told me to stop looking at those. Yeah, I know. I know. Here <laughs> it is. I've yeah. got it pulled up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got it. All right. Yeah, I've got it. Some yeah. Norwegian for a train series episode. This one was good. Feels like two hour spellcast taking down the trainees more than anything else. Good job. Yes. You know, speaking of, we uh we left out a very noticeable uh, admission. A couple, oh but a big, big one. This just, God, that picture is so off. Your favorite phrase, off-putting. Off-putting. I mean, look, dude. That's not just off-putting. Jaw on that. Thing. Yeah, that's just the jaw, but the small teeth thing. That's the thing that makes me think that it might actually not be, is because of the the teeth being that. I don't know. I just that looks like a denture or. Do you want to say who we're Epstein talking about? Teeth. It's like Epstein teeth. Yeah. Yes. Coconut milk mommy. Tulsi Gabbard. 
Well, she's in CFR, so she might have known Epstein for all we know. Right. Right. But, like, I don't know. It's entirely possible that she's just a hideous woman. But, again, you know, she's. I mean, there there. are hideous women out there, but mm, there is a line. Right. No, and that's the thing, though, is there are hideous women. And. But the hideous women that are put in these positions tend to be men just because that's the way the system is set up. That triple-pronged Adam's apple doesn't... Uh... Yeah, that. well, that one looks like it's had a decent amount of surgery done to it, but mm-hmm. it does... Yeah, no, there's the three. There's the one, two, three. Um, brow ridge, you know, just looks like a... If you, if you do the thing with the hair, it just looks like a Mexican dude. Yeah. You know, it really just looks like a Mexican guy. I mean, with the acne scar, it looks like Edward James Olmos, you know? Right. Like a young Edward James Olmos. Yes. Yeah. Well, we know a lot of times they they change these people when they're in their middle ages, you know, in their their major middle years. They don't just change Bill Hicks from out to Alex Jones. They can change, you know, a male, a 30-year-old male into a 40-year-old female. Yeah. And and they have what well, yeah well a lot of these well, were yeah. done when they were young like we were talking about like Big Gretch you know that was when she was young that definitely started when when it was young um as you can see the pictures like the in that same one the, with the Big Gretch they, it, for some reason he showed Jennifer Lopez and the pictures of Jennifer Lopez when she was in quote I'm using air quotes when she was a little girl it's just a mix of like a Puerto Rican boy with pigtails photoshopped in it's literally pigtails photoshopped in on a boy and they always you know you know what i always like is the um we never talked about this but it's the uh, the ugly duckling story that every single one of these like supermodel yeah they always have an ugly duckling story where they were just hideous as a kid well of course they were they were boys they're not supposed to look like pretty girls they're supposed to look like boys and they don't. Can I give the uh, counter argument to the whole tranny thing? I mean, because it's interesting, but I think there could be something, something kind of more supernatural going on. Because um, you know, Saturn, kind of the archetype of Saturn is um, division, like time and space, but also division of uh, even the genders. So the transgenderism thing is kind of Saturnian for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and but then you've got these women, like uh, I think that there's something to do with testosterone. And women having these features, they're actually born women, but like Miley Cyrus, the Miley Cyrus effect. Uh, her voice is deeper because she does a lot of sex, drugs, rock and roll. And basically, it's like the spirit of Lilith and shit. And so it's like a demonic possession type thing that makes them look. Hang on. Hey, masculine. Astro, your mic is covered up or something. Your mute little muffler. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's holding my phone weird. But basically, you know, there could be something a little bit supernatural or just hormonal going on where because they're uh, not living like a normal female life, they have these testosterone type effects, secondary sex characteristics. Um, basically they're high testosterone women, which have higher sex drives and, you know, more likely to be not uh, fidelitous and whatnot. Hmm. Dogbot rebuttal. Uh, None of this is provable, right? I because. I go by the skeletal. I go by the skeletal structure, and by other, by trying to discern whether work was done on them. 
you know, and what they would look well, like without the work. And, and in many I'm not cases... A, a, sorry, I'm, I'm not an expert either, at the, but wouldn't uh, the female to males that get the testosterone, they get the same proportional changes to their skeletal structure? Does it grow a bit or not really? Well, when what it, we've seen with some of the female to male is when you take away the oversized muscles, you can you can see the you can see the female skeleton. You can see the female skeleton, right? Well, like with some when, of the action stars and stuff like that. The now the ones like the typical. Okay, so like one of the best examples is the army trans trans woman who the 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 army FTM. When you look at that one in its uniform, before it's shooting up its its hormones and everything, and it's hanging out with other guys, it looks like a baby faced dude. Right. But the th- the thing is so jacked. I I mean, so incredibly jacked that you, it's it's hard it's it's hard to really see the woman underneath that. But it, it's it's a lot easier, in my opinion, to. To see, to notice the other way around, but we've, I mean, we've, yeah. we've, we've said this. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself because we've said this ad nauseum. It's just, it's just a lot harder to pick out the FTMs. Mm-hmm. But so, if they're given hormones alongside puberty or before puberty, they probably have more skeletal changes. Exactly. Right? That's what I was going to say. Is yeah, if you give them to them when they're you know, 12, 13 years old, then they go through basically a male puberty and the male growth spurt, and that's why a lot of these, although. A lot of these, like, and then, and then when you get the castrati ones, they get that really weird growth, like the really long arms and legs. Yeah, the model yeah, like the, Nas- the Nassim Agdam look. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Martian, anyway. Marvin the Martian, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, yes. Thank you, some Norwegian, for kicking that off. It was a good. It was a good episode. Um, I liked it. It wasn't as uh, I don't think we didn't get the same. We didn't get the same like you know go fuck yourself pushback that we do on a lot of these. Um, because a lot of people found these creatures ugly to begin with, right. so it's easier for them. It's easier for them not to get butthurt about it. Yeah, but when you bring yeah. up when you bring up pop stars and actresses that some of these people have based their own personal female choices in life on, mm-hmm. like I want to find a woman that's that has cans like Billie Eilish, you know, right. It, like, or, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to run into a situation where it, the programming that has occurred is being, is being interfered with and they don't want, they don't want to be, they don't want it to be interfered with. Right. People don't want to have to see this kind of stuff because well, then it, because then it shatters a whole bunch of different things that they've, uh, uh things that they viewed and consumed and heard their whole lives well yeah it's it's almost like a a stepping stone on the road to like mandela effect you know uh, if if this agenda this complex is you know entertainment not just entertainment but now politics that we see um being destroyed that we've grown up with then you know mandela effect it's the same it garners the same response in people as to their entire reality. So I feel like it's a stepping stone on the way to that, but it garners the same kind of Stockholm syndrome response, uh, whether it's conscious or not. Yeah, there's a lot of people things that could be. Don't. It's a lot like flat earth. I'm not going to lie. Oh, both yeah. of the, 
both the Trannyopolis or whatever, Trannypocalypse and the uh, Flat Earth. You know, I'm still grappling with it. I have, I have. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't have a hard time really with either of them. Uh, the the tranny <laughs> thing was just completely so easy to see. I mean, once I started seeing it, it again, it's like the magic eye. You know, I think there's more Those of a conspiracy to, to the magic eye to hear. than there. Yeah, eyes to see and ears to hear. Right. And as soon as like the scales fell off, there it was just like I started seeing them everywhere. Uh, and and again, we said on we said on the show is you know if you defend for one second any of these creatures that are being shown to you on the black scrying screen on your wall, um, I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, every single one of them hates you. Every single one of them wants your children to become trans. You know, that's the reason why they're up there. They're performing magical, you know, like ancient ritual magic. Speaking of ancient ritual magic ceremonies, in one second we'll get to that. Uh, But yeah, that's what they're doing. And if you're defending them for any reason whatsoever... I don't know what to tell you people anymore. You know, you're you're defending the enemy. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, ro- face, face blindness from autism kind of carries over to the whole trans thing. That it does. Like well, the more gotta, autistic you are, the less able you are to tell. That's definitely something. We have uh, another email from a uh, real sorry, DB. Real quick, this just came in. Actually, um, it's in the other email, but we saved somebody. Thanks. You guys have done me a great service. Thanks for covering the tranny stuff. It's really eye-opening and helpful. I have struggled with a certain kind of porn for a long time, but after all these episodes on the TQ, I can't help but see the shoulders and the hips and the jaws on these guys, and I'm no longer attracted to them. It's one less degenerate thing I'm into now because of you guys. You are truly doing the Lord's work. I would also like to thank you for your keto and Kellogg episodes. Much in the same vein. There you go. From Feed the Hungry. That is really amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it is. So there you go. That's why that's why the people that are mad, like the five people who are really mad about the tranny thing and like Hong Hogan, you know, I love you to death, bro. But uh it's your your comments aren't gonna get us to stop. Anyways, um back to the uh evil magical ceremonial ritual thing we were talking about. Uh there was just another one recently, wasn't it like two days ago or something? Sunday night, Saturday night? Uh yes the uh the uh, trammies the trannies just call no, them the tra- the trammies instead of the grammies yeah no the I know trammies. I just might as well just call them the trannies at this point because they're all trannies up there anyway um yes the grammies the musical awards ceremony where Jews give their you know minstrel shows little awards for making white people spend their money and change their culture. Did it's the celebration right? of the money changers. Yes. Did I get that right, though? Was that was it a pretty good description? Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good description. All right. Was there a Whitney Houston uh, this year? I don't think so. No. We already, no, dude. It's like, yeah. Whitney's dead. There was Everybody made like, it a out tribute. alive. A Whit- no, she didn't make it out alive, no. And the bad thing is she beat poor Bobby to death. You know what I mean? So... Anyways, Whitney Houston jokes are never not funny. I don't care. Uh, but there was, um, you know, there was there was all kinds of nastiness, right? I don't know. You showed there was a picture in the chat today. Like, why? Why is that? What is that was on the television for like 
more than oh, five Ma- seconds. <sighs> yeah, Madonna has kind of transformed into a fish. Have you noticed the Wait, when is, COVID started? She was Madonna on bathtub the photo shoot? Was Madonna on the uh, on the Grammys? I no. don't know. It just flashed oh. an image of Madonna on the Skype. Oh, kind of. Oh, somebody somebody dropped the Madonna. Uh, the, the Madonna being accused of watching people screw whales. Yep. Yeah, just saw uh, that on Twitter I, and I had to post it. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting um, story. So animal abuse. I wanted to share and I wanted to share a take on the on the Grammys yeah, that, let's do that. Uh, Paul Scholas from Twitter had and I I really liked this take. Uh, it says there's this, there's still this weird thing going on where people get outraged by shows like the Grammys. They pretend like it's 1994, and that's what everyone watches. The Grammys' ratings are at historic lows. There's no such thing as the Grammys anymore. There's no influence. It's over. And I know what he's t- I know what he's trying to say. Like, like the the Grammys audience was literally cut in half this year. And mm-hmm. it was already down to like epic low numbers. Like it was our, it, it, it was it was at like ten million two years ago. Literally, only less than five million people watched it when it aired. But that's still five million people that saw two trannies uh, air scissoring their axe wounds on stage oh. and talking about wet ass, uh, wet ass. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not. It's a family show. What if I say axe wounds, but we won't say that? It's the first hour, bro. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about the axe wounds, but we're not going to. No. That's disgusting and disturbing. And like I said, it's literally Jews giving awards to their minstrel show puppets. You know, like, there's this part of me that almost feels sorry for the way that Jews utterly destroyed the black community before they worked their way around to other to other communities well they like, had to have the black had, community like destroyed in order to if, do what they did with it like to do this right, if, they had to like utterly destroy it right if you ever meet uh like black like black working class dudes that are in, like in their mid to late 40s into their into their 60s mm-hmm. they're totally different I work with a lot of those guys. Yeah, they're they're great guys. I've worked with some very good. The last guy I worked, remember, base black coworker. The last the job I was working in December, my tool partner was a black dude. Was cool as hell. But it, you know, it has to be really like I. You know, part of me, part of me says, you know, like it really must suck for them to see what the Jews have done to their fucking communities, yep. like hell, and just the the. The rampant degeneracy that completely and consumerism that completely spread over so fast. I mean, it, from what all all it took was uh, gangster rap culture from the from the early '90s till now. What does like what twenty five years to completely destroy a segment of the population? Well, it started before gangster rap, but yeah, yeah, there was funk music too. I think mm-hmm. all that stuff, right. like that whole, and then yeah, in the '70s, you know. Disco, yeah. funk. disco, all that. That was really degenerate stuff back then too. Don't, and your parents weren't doing anything good. Um, but yeah, speaking of the black community, and we were talking about COVID a little bit ago. Uh, another famous. We we'll get to the sports page here. Another famous black athlete dies of the COVID shot. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's, are we done talking about the Grammys? I don't want to talk about 
axe wound. Oh yeah, we're tra- done. That, I didn't have I right. didn't have much on well, that because I didn't, didn't watch any of it. No, and I'm sure there was some really massive um, Illuminati symbolism uh, and some sort of ritual where they, you know, performed some sort of magic ceremony. I know they do it every year. It's like part of the the thing. It's like the Super Bowl halftime show. It's it's, they, it's the, the Grammys. Well, the one of the things. One of the things that was trending on Twitter just before I came on about the stupid Grammys was, did Cardi B fart during her performance? Ugh. Wow. Like, that's what that's what the level of discourse is. It's literally idiocracy levels of discourse in this country. Sure. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, Cardi it- B farted during the performance. She's a retard. <laughs> Liter- literally. Know? That is that is where they're at. It's it's the lowest common, most based, and then not based, but debased number. You know, like the lowest denominator, the most debased uh, comedy. The it's all dick and fart jokes and sex jokes and ah, it's terrible. Johnny, let's go to Starbucks for a massage. As no. a patron of Beavis and Butthead, I have to say this has gone too far. Right, I used to watch Beavis and Butthead back in the day, dude. I mean, that absolutely terrible, degenerate stuff. Mike Judge, Mike Judge knows what he's what he's doing. I think actually Silicon Valley, the show, he mm-hmm. that's a cover for him because he's been running the fucking planet. You know what I mean? Mike Judge. You know he's kind of he, like you talk about the script writers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Who better than Mike Judge. His Silicon Valley show is probably just like his day job or cover or something, you know, or his night. You know, right. moonlighting. Like he's got, he could have a di- could have a contract with the Pentagon for all we know. And all this clown world shit we see is literally Mike Judge because he did such a good job with Idiocracy. Right. We probably they could have hired him, put him on retainer. Right. Absolutely could have. Right. Just him, Matt Greening, uh, Gary Larson. Who else? Who's that guy? Tom Green. Maybe him too. The guy got ball cancer. Tom Green. He could be one of them. Yeah, he can't kind of came back recently. I mean, you know, there's really? these people in Hollywood you just kind of never hear about. Was he was he offering people still, chest hair sandwiches? Oh my no, god! No, he was talking yeah. about Drew Barrymore for some reason. Oh really? Drew Barrymore. Uh, they, they did an interview together uh, recently. Were they married or something? I don't yeah, remember. Briefly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Kind of sweethearts or whatever. I guess for Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. I, all I remember, Drew Barrymore was the one that was an alcoholic at like age five. Well, she was in the Spielberg films, which right. interestingly enough, uh, E.T. opens with, I believe, they're playing ping pong, eating pizza, and there's a comet. And there's then there's the E.T. Right. <laughs> no, no symbolism in the movies at all, folks. No symbolism at well, all. Well, and wasn't, wasn't Steven Spielberg and his crew, uh, who was the the actress girl that had died after working with Steven Spielberg Heather, and his crew. Heather uh, O'Rourke. Heather O'Rourke, yeah. Movies. She, she died right. of, like, her her intestines collapsed. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. just sickening, disgusting, right. and horrific. Yes. On uh, Super Bowl Sunday, actually. The yep. Superb Owl. Wow. That I didn't know. Superb and it was, Owl? It was at the plate. It was uh, San Diego. So, And what's interesting is, in the first Poltergeist movie, her brother, in the brother's room, there's a poster... Mm-hmm. For Super Bowl, like XV, whatever. And um, it happened that that very year was the year it was in San Diego where she lived. Like huh. six years later or something. 
That's really good. Kind, of, kind of spooky. Yeah, no, there's there's always weird, you know, coincidences and synchronicities that the the script writers put in the script. Little Easter eggs, you know, little Easter eggs for the people that actually have eyes to pay attention to this stuff. Um, but re- what I was saying about the about the Grammys is, you know, somebody's gonna say. Somebody's going to put out a 20 to 30 minute video on, you know, the Illuminati ritual that took place that none of us really cared to watch. They're still going to do their rituals. I mean, like when they did with uh, Miley Cyrus and what was his name there? Uh, the pe- the pedo song. They came out. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the. Oh, yeah. The game show. Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Yeah. Robin Thicke. Yeah, Robin, yeah, Robin Williams. No, not quite. Not Robin Williams. Robin Thick. When they did the whole that whole you know summoning of Kalki or whatever uh, or Kali, whatever it was, you know, like some ritual. Yeah. They, they broke that hole down. Somebody's going to do that with this, and we're just going to skip over it because it doesn't matter because we know that that's what's happening. There's probably a checkerboard on somewhere. You know, there's going to be like 13 steps and right. It's, it's the the yeah, new we, uh, we don't have the to new it to person is uh, Poppy. They they did a performance at the Grammys and everyone's saying that was the best. Hold on, Poppy and did pa- a performance at the Grammys. Pa- Poppy performed at the Grammys and she does the whole black and white checkerboard thing. Okay. And uh, she's been hanging out with Marilyn Manson a lot the past year before oh. this whole scandal broke. Isn't she? So like I think 15? she's kind of like maybe going to absorb his uh, energy or whatever. Isn't, you know, isn't, isn't she like fifteen though? I'm, I'm sure she's absorbed a lot of him. Oof. Seriously, how old is Poppy? Um, I don't know, probably 20 or something. Oh, okay. 20. Really so. young. Oh, ripe age. Yep. Yeah. Ripe age for hanging out with, uh, what is Marilyn 55? Yeah. And then I've seen Evan Rachel Wood a lot in the news and every time it has comma 33, cause oh. she's 33 or he is whatever. Whatever that one is. Yeah. Whatever that one is. Yeah. Man. But the Masons love the tranny thing. I mean, it's, you know, like flat earth. Yeah, they do. Um, All right, so back to Marvin Hagler. We didn't get to finish that. So Marvin Hagler died of the COVID shot, but his wife said, nah. His wife says no. His wife said... Yeah, his his white wife said no. Right, right. Because all these professional black athletes always... Yeah, they don't don't want to marry a very loud black woman, so they'll they'll marry a white woman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she says no. But, you know, why did she say no? Well, I don't know. She probably double masks when she goes to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they, all she said was, my baby left in peace with his usual smile and now is not the time to talk nonsense. Oh, well, so then she didn't emphatically state that he didn't die of COVID. No, no, wait. Or well, the COVID the whole, shot. The first I mean, part. No, what she says was, I w- no, apparently she doesn't have good English, so I'm going to read this, and it's going to sound like a foreigner wrote it, because she is, apparently she's not just white, she's like European. I don't know, what what, what is she? Who is she? Mail order? What? Mail order bride, possibly? Possibly, possibly. I'm looking up his wife now. All right, so it, she says, I was the only person close <laughs> to him until <laughs> the last minute, and I am the only person that know how things went. Not even his family know all the details. And I do not accept to read some stupid comment without knowing what really what happened. For sure wasn't the vaccine that caused his death. My baby left in peace with his usually smile and is now 
And now is not the time to talk nonsense. So there's, yeah, there's the not, it's not the time to talk nonsense. It's at the very end. When Reinhardt, just, when Reinhardt said he was going to look up his wife, I was like, man, give her a couple days. Right. You know? right. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I just posted her in the chat. Oh, this looks like a 50-year-old man dressing up as a woman. Oof. Might be. It probably is. Oh, good Lord. Oh. Oh, wow. I mean... That's nose. like every other Tinder profile. Yeah, pretty much. Missing some multicolored <laughs> hair, but... Man. Yeah. I'm sure she was hot the when they got married black. 30 years ago. Uh-huh. She was probably sure. a hot Polish chick or whatever she is 30 years ago, and now she's just a, you know, a 50-year-old Polish woman. She's probably a, like a USSR Olympic swimmer, male swimmer, back in the day. <laughs> she looks like listen dude she looks like <sighs> all the all the polish chicks from like new britain connecticut that graduated around the time i graduated from high school are starting to look like this so <laughs> i don't know okay. oh by the way hackler was hackler was 66 when he died okay wow oh, paying the 66. toll yeah 66 because of course um i have Double a personal I have a personal vaccine story. Okay. Uh, a sweet lady at work had been bragging that she was going to get the vaccine. And I did my best to say, you might just want to hold off on that. Just, just don't, don't rush out to get it. Treat it like an iPhone. Wait until the like second version is out. Right. You know, <laughs> or something, you know, just, but she didn't, she didn't listen. She wanted to get it right away. Mm. didn't even have a reason other than i i know what media she consumes so it was a a a status symbol a virtue symbol to to get this vaccine she has been out for a week (laughs) sick out for a week sick she got last week started feeling uh crappy at work last thursday has been out for a week well, it's no. It'll be a week. To, if she's not there tomorrow, it'll, she'll be. She will have been out for a week. Mm. So, have they used the term "cytokine storm" yet in the with regard to vaccine side effects, or has it not gone to that point yet? I haven't seen that yet in regard to the vaccines. I've heard about blood clots mostly, which is kind of a lesser inflammatory effect. Right. Yeah. There've been. Also, um, cancer, increase in cancer rates. I haven't confirmed that yet, but there's something about breast cancer, I guess. Like increase in breast can- precancerous breast cells. Hmm. Okay. Vaccine yeah. Well, okay, so now the vaccine the vaccine is anti-milkers. We can't have this. Well, anything that weakens your immune system would weaken cancer surveillance. So it would, uh, right. yeah. I'm having a fun game on Twitter, and I recommend all the listeners who are still on Twitter to do this whenever you have the chance. Anytime you see a young woman of childbearing age uh, bragging about getting the vaccine, I've been posting a picture of an egg carton with rotten eggs in it. (laughs) Well, that's a a real fear in the Latino and black communities that uh, sterility is uh, their most most dire concern, I think. Or whatever. Well, yeah. sure. on that that well, uh, website, that vaccine, um, what is it? Where is it? It's uh, vaxpain.us. Yes, I just had it pulled up too. Vaxpain.us. Yeah, there's 
all kinds of different kinds of symptoms, numbness, paralysis, seizures, shaking, passing out, miscarriage. Uh, yeah, let me click on the miscarriage here. And then the oh, virus I'm itself. On the miscarriage. There's a lot. Okay. The virus itself could be linked to um, uh, sterility. And there was some research that came out saying uh, gut bacteria was really important to COVID. Like people who had a bad response to COVID, they had abnormal gut bacteria or something like that. Wow. Wow. So that's kind of a big piece of the globalist agenda you guys haven't maybe heard as much about yet. Hmm. You've heard about like Bill Gates filtering uh, sewage to make water. Oh, but, yeah. But I mean, it's going to get yeah. to the point where they want you to drink the sewage too because uh, it has good bacteria. Right. At the end of the day, all we are are vessels for the bacteria. I mean, we evolved from bacteria, right? Sure. We evolved like from higher we've, forms. We evolved like from bacteria. Suits, like bacteria suits. turned into, you know, multi celled organisms and all this stuff. Yeah, that's how it works. And we have to have the bacteria in us because the bacteria is really what runs everything. Your gut bacteria is actually your brain. But the, the bacteria years, inside your body isn't as good, so now you have to drink it from an outside source. Right, right, exactly. And you, and, and of course, of course, it has to be filtered by something that is sponsored by Bill Gates, because Bill Gates, right, because the terrain of your body is not good enough. Right. That source is Melinda Gates, I think. Right. Yes. Yes. It's it's Get hilarious. Your fecal microbiome transplant. It, it's from Melinda. Right, but oh god, um, but like you tell right. normies this stuff. And they look at you like this, the head starts turning like a dog who looks like he's trying to listen to something really high pitched. You know, they don't get it. And then you're like, well, yeah, you know, Bill Gates, the same guy who now owns all this farmland and who also is getting uh, three and a half or yeah, three and a half billion dollars from. Or is it three hundred and excuse me, three hundred and fifty billion dollars from the, the United States government to uh, do seed bank harvesting and then there's yeah. uh what yeah no and then wait 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 and then he has he's invested in the train companies you know so now he owns the seeds the land the means to get it back and forth yeah there you go no but these and people, then like what and oh, and oh the vaccine. go ahead and the vaccine yeah so right jack of all trades and he connects to something we'll be talking about in a little while with your favorite person ever johnny mm. yes i know I saw that. But anyways, yeah, so this website, man, there's so many cases of this, like, people getting injured from the vaccine. Like, why? Just show the people this stuff. Deaths within a week. There are 759 records so far. That's 759 too many for me. You know? Uh, vac well, there's a theory day, that when the government started like uh, emptying out people's pensions or whatever, or like uh -huh. borrowing against everyone's pensions in the 90s, right? They eventually they realized they would eventually have to lower life expectancies. So that's why you have Mexico like buying a lot 70 million AstraZeneca vaccines, even when all the other countries are banning it. You know, Mexico probably has a really fucked pension system, along with the United States. Yeah, our pension system is uh, on its way into the shitter. Um, yeah, and speaking of the AstraZeneca shot, uh, a lot of European countries are they're banning it, right? Major European nations suspend the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. A cascading number of European com countries. How is yes. it companies? Because they are companies. But uh, no, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, 
No more. No more AstraZeneca. Going to be like musical chairs with these vaccines, probably. Like every, oh, for sure. Every couple of weeks, one of them will get knocked out. Mm-hmm. A lot of pharma espionage probably going on, corporate espionage going on right now. They're they're infamous for that. Out of all the industries, pharma and oil industry, yeah. the best at uh, technology these, and. Those are the big countries. And so, and then there's also Denmark, Ireland, Thailand, the Netherlands, Norway, Iceland, Congo, and Bulgaria. Yeah, this AstraZeneca shot has been they their big thing that they're talking about is blood clots and mm-hmm. uh, other small issues. But this has caused a slew of issues in the UK alone. There have been hundreds of thousands of adverse reactions so far. Um, and funny enough, AstraZeneca has also been embroiled in multiple uh, trafficking and ethics scandals as far as their testing practices go. Uh, I in believe Eastern Europe or Africa or was it Western Europe? Uh, so they're based in the UK, I believe. No, I mean the scandal because they have contract oh. search organ- like the they have these CROs in all these different countries and they'll basically pay people that are kind of more marginal, you know, to do dangerous research. Oh yeah, I believe it was Africa. Okay. Uh, from what I had seen, I believe it was Africa. I wouldn't be surprised if they've also been doing it from Eastern Europe, of course, but Africa would be the most obvious right. answer. Um, but that was something I had seen maybe a month ago when the AstraZeneca stuff was first coming out. Uh, somebody on Twitter was like, uh, yeah, so you're taking a vaccine from these people? And it listed multiple lawsuits they've been involved in in the past just five years alone. Um, so this company is obviously not to be trusted. Uh, it's a vaccine company or, or a pharmaceutical company, of course. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I've followed this whole sector very closely for a long time, pre-COVID. And, you know, as much as there might be a successful product and, you know, or they're all products at the end of the day, which is the big problem. But, you know, successful uh, therapy, treatment, never a cure, mind you. Um, You know, from a company, even if there's a success, there'll be, you know, a bunch of scandals. None of these companies are above board, unfortunately. No, they never are. They haven't been for a long, long time. Um, well, it's because their really primary were. function is not to help people, not to cure disease. It's to make money, of right. course, Speaking and of to which, assert control. Our current head of the FDA hasn't changed since we've had a change administration. It's still uh, Scott Gottlieb, who I don't think is oh, a, a relation to Sidney Gottlieb, famous uh, CIA mm-hmm. chemist, ran hmm. the chemical part of the MK Ultra program, Sidney Gottlieb. Right, right. Now we have that's Scott Gottlieb. Yeah, Sidney Gottlieb. That's the. That's that book, uh, Poisoner in Chief. It's about him. Yep. 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 Or the yeah, Wormwood I, documentary on Netflix. Yeah, that's yeah. About him. Um. So in this um, second article about the AstraZeneca shot, it's the explainer. The AP is going to tell us why the countries are halting the shot. Uh, just because you know, just because Denmark said they were they were discovering the blood clots. And one person who developed multiple blood clots and died 10 days after receiving one dose. They said they would suspend it for two weeks while the cases were investigated. Although it cannot be concluded whether there's a link between the vaccine and the blood clots. So, you know, always are on the side of caution. That's why everybody's doing this. Everybody's erring on the side of caution because people are seeming to have similar side effects all over the world. Is there proof the vaccine is responsible? No. The European Medicines Agency said there is no indication that the vaccine has caused these conditions. The EU regulator said its investigation was continuing and was conducting a rigorous analysis of all the data. It said while review is ongoing, the benefits of the AstraZeneca vaccine outweighed the potential side effects. 
So, so if I turn into Jello, it wasn't a blood clot. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, that's that echoes something my boss said today. Uh, he likes to come down on Tuesdays and like talk to the lower classes <laughs> and talk to them about COVID and all that stuff. And he said pretty much the same thing: is yes, there have been some issues, but the the benefits far outweigh the risks. Right, and we're all just kind of sitting there with things pulled up on a, on a separate computer, mind you showing all these numbers of negative reactions. Cause my, my immediate superior is very interested in all of this. Um, people just ignore it. They completely ignore the fact that so many people have actually died from the vaccine. It has a higher death rate than COVID itself. All of these adverse reactions are horrific, whether it's blood clots, miscarriages, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whether people die or not. Yeah, for oh. people who don't know, blood clot basically means you know pulmonary embolism or stroke. A lot of the no. time, no, no, not on. necessarily. I, I, I could have sworn blood clot is a Jamaican insult. That's, it is, it is. Or, but it's or is that bumper clot? It that is also a Jamaican derogatory. Probably the second. They're both you, you, you lazy blood clot, and then you boomba clot. And it's the, yes, this is Jamaicans, yes. I've heard this. Okay. All right. All yeah. Right. I, I, I wasn't sure if we had another Mandela effect thing. No, going on not there. another Mandela effect. You're good. You're good, DB. Um, okay. But reality is, is intact at the moment. Right. But 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 still, here's the other. Check this out, though, guys. Guys, 11 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine have been administered in Britain, more than any other country by far. Okay. And there's only reports of about 11 people who developed the blood clots. So, and none of them were proven to have been caused by the vaccine. So see there, guys, Britain said it doesn't happen. So historically, the the way reporting works, they call it uh, phase four of clinical trials, like after approval. They call it post-marketing surveillance. Right. So it's like uh, all optional in America. It's traditionally been totally optional. Most doctors do not want to fill out the paperwork complaining against the pharmaceutical company to the FDA, even if the patient dies. It's right, nobody uncommon. wants to do that because the uh, because you basically have to have the family or lawyers get involved and do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like the Heather have... work type. Thing. If that was from a medication instead of Steven Spielberg, allegedly, you know, like the family could, you know, try and sue the company or whatever. Right, and well, yeah, not anymore though. Not with the vaccine laws. Well, that's only with vaccines, though. It's not really with other medications. Like you, yeah, can, tradi- yeah. traditionally they can sue, but. Um, the reporting of the side effects is mm-hmm. all optional. It's not like there's a mm. mandatory re- system. Right. Maybe with COVID there is, but honestly, uh, with all the pressure, there is. they would be discouraged to report things. Of course. Right. So, so we could be seeing even lower numbers. Massive under well, That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, so in England, you know, fucking Kukistan, um, 11 million doses, but only 11 blood clots and none of them were from the vaccine i'm calling bullshit on all of that because like why would the british media or the british uh, the health organ what is it the national health service nhs why would any of those people be telling the truth about any of this stuff if like, it's exactly one in a million right. that sounds like a little bit too perfect right. maybe masonic or some shit yeah right yeah. one in a million it's yeah i don't if it's that's 11 true yeah 11 doses, people 11, 11 million doses yeah, it's one in a million. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, I have a hard time believing that. Even just just looking at this faxpain.us and everybody go go check it out on your own time. Mm-hmm. Go read through all of this and people share their stories too. I'm looking through the all data pages over almost 1400 pages of people sharing all their symptoms. Right. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's everybody from just I'm getting sick and my blood pressure shot through the roof 10 minutes after I got the shot to I freaking lost my child. Yeah, there's a you lot know, five of that. Days later. Well, there's a lot of that. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. We read the we read the tweets of the um, the nurse or the doctor. It's either a nurse or a doctor, and she was pregnant, and then she got the shot, and then she was no longer pregnant. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's a Telegram channel actually. If people yes. want to go check it out, and they are called COVID Vaccine Victims, and they share. Mm-hmm. They've already got like thirty four thousand subscribers. Um, huge sharing all these stories. It's just. Yeah, and apparently, you know, all these stories are all these stories are clearly conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's yeah. extremism and and you know basically domestic terrorism to insinuate that this vaccine is anything but God's gift to us mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. times of emergency. Yes, you guys know uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. He's kind of led the uh, Children's Defense Fund and the anti-vax movement for over ten years. I think he's been one of the key people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks um, a lot like his pops. It's, a, it's what did they crazy. do to him? What did they do to him, or, or what, what? You know, I know some people have a medical condition where their voice gets like that, but it's also a sign of PTSD, isn't it, or shell shock? He's Somebody a Kennedy. Else. He's probably been through the ringer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no telling what happened. You guys have guy. heard his voice, though, right? It's like always cracking. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a broken heart syndrome or something. Something. Yeah, yeah he sounds very it, yeah. weak. Yeah, it sounds like someone who's been totally defeated. But, you know, he's the, the only guy standing up for Children's Defense Fund and vaccine. Re- you know, he's a lawyer, too. Environmental mm-hmm. law, I think, is his background. Right. I think you're right, Dog Bud. I mean, he is a, a Kennedy, so he's probably seen some horrific stuff. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's really sad, isn't it? I mean, it is. <laughs> well, it is. It is. We see all these people that have grown up in these horrific situations and the people that don't just give into it all and become part of it that try and fight it. We see what happens to them when they grow up. So there is another aspect of this COVID crap that uh, when I heard it the other day on the news, I could not believe what I was hearing. Um, Social distancing, the six foot nonsense. Right. The shit was whipped up by an Austrian scientist in the 1800s as a means of preventing people from getting what was called consumption at the time, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. And and, uh, Dr. Fauci said on the news the other night that three feet's okay. Yeah. So you go go in any retail or restaurant establishment, and they have those stupid stickers on the floor that are six feet apart from each other that you're supposed to stick. Six, six, six. That yeah, and and now it's three, three, three. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's it's utterly it's utterly reprehensible what these people have been able to get away with, and it makes me so fucking sick to my stomach. I I am one of three people where I work who don't wear masks at all. Everybody else is still they don't have to. There's nothing that says they have to wear them, and there are a lot of dudes who when they're at their they're like main spot. They, they, they take them off, but most people are still just walking around with these stupid things on their face. 
I just cannot believe it. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's over. It's played out. It's it really is. Well, um, I I've discovered that the um the mask mandate is still strong in the state of Ohio. I went to the grocery store uh, without my mask, and I was the only person in the grocery store in the Kroger, a busy Kroger, and. I was the only person in the store, and within 30 seconds of being in the store, they started playing the, um, you know, there's a governor's mandate to wear masks. All employees and, and shoppers must wear a mask. If you don't have a mask, we'll provide one for you. And that was played on a loop until I left the store. <laughs> Did it kind of sound like the, uh, the warning before the Nashville explosion? Like that was blared oh, over the sirens, just that. very dystopian. Oh, oh no, it's it sounded like an angry manager lady. It was a recording <laughs> of like an upset manager lady who was sick and tired of you not wearing a mask. It if didn't you do sound not like have one, the store thing. will provide one for you. Thank you. And thank you for shopping like that Kroger. Apple commercial from the eighties. What's that? Uh, the the one where everything's black and white and boring, and then there's the, yeah. Yeah, that what? The, what are you talking about? A commercial? <laughs> the nineteen eighty four uh, Super Bowl ad by Apple Computer. It, it, I thought you'd understand that reference. I didn't hear you. That's I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, that's what. That's what I meant. Oh. Never mind. What about it? I didn't it? Know. Yeah, I, I, I just, did I, that commercial, but it was very illuminating. I just picture I I just pictured Johnny like bringing color to the black and white grocery store, being the only one without a mask on, you know, fighting the conformity. Dude, like when they're bringing back supermarket sweep. With, when I uh, first I, I love supermarket sweep. Don't get me started. Uh, when when I where I live, I was one of the people that never wore masks, and you could see. You know, the guys would start getting that, that shameful look on their face. And, like, if you ever saw them again in the store, most likely they had taken their mask off. You know, or, you know, like the, the actual, like, somebody needs to give them permission, right? In this store, yeah. I was getting looks from guys like, how fucking dare you? It was really I had, rather unsettling. I had guys look at me the last time I was in the grocery store with my mask off, and they immediately took theirs off, and I felt slightly better about humanity. But a, a vast majority of the people, no. I saw this I saw this woman get out of her car. She had two masks on, and she was looking panicked, and she got into her back seat, and she pulled out one of those face shields with the sunglasses attachments for your ears. Oh, boy. To go over... To, to go in front of the two masks and I stood there just watching it like I was like it, it felt like I was watching a, like a weird YouTube video or something and I just couldn't I couldn't look I couldn't turn away and I made brief eye contact with her and I I, I just I shook my head I, I, I couldn't help it like I didn't want to say anything rude and disparaging to her but I just couldn't believe what I was seeing it was so bizarre like these these people have spun up and manipulated the entire population into believing that this medical theater will save them from something that has a ninety nine point seven nine percent survivability rate. Right. Yeah, it's a lot like the TSA after nine eleven security theater. 
Yeah, it still is. Oh, well, you, you see how normalized that became. Yeah, yeah everybody's still yeah. taking their shoes off because one weird, one weird looking uh, uh, camel dude like <laughs> tried to light his shoe on fire. Right, and probably, bomber, and probably no, was the, put the up the to it by the FBI. Later, the, okay. You know, the underwear it, bomber was from Nigeria on the way to America. Uh, do you the, think that via, either of those people Britain. were real? You think either of those things really happened? No, the shoe bomb. It doesn't matter. matter. I just mean the narrative of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. The narrative and the effect were real. Right. That's true. That's true. And that's what they're doing now. And we talk about how things are, you know, how we're an accelerated Roman Empire in decline. Well. All of this is just, it's accelerating. Every time something like this comes, new fear porn, new fear narrative, mm -hmm. and the fear reaction, it's all accelerating more and more and more, and so quickly, too. I mean, I, this time last year, we were just getting into all of this. We were just getting into all like, yeah, the we're big at lockdowns, like day, restrictions. Yeah, we're at like day 300 and almost 365 of, of uh, 14 days to flatten the curve, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. A little over a year ago, I was heard, talked to someone who had heard from a famous UFOologist. I don't really want to name them out of like fear for the person's safety, but um, they had like a Space Force security detail, supposedly, or CIA, or who knows what. But uh, basically, they're with the Pence faction, and uh, they went on for a couple hours about like Rome and pedestry, and you know how. So. You want to know where what America's all about at that that high level. You know, I know a lot of uh, QAnon people are probably holding out some hope for the Space Force, which is basically like a kind of Hollywood type operation. I think from what I heard, I don't know if that's true or not. Like they, they're mostly invested in like PR and cyber. They don't have much money. The Space Force thing is really interesting, actually. You guys should do an episode on that sometime. Oh, we definitely should. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? And they call themselves guardians. Hmm. Really, uh, it's almost like, are they like the anti-demon, anti-Nephilim force, anti-demon force or something? It's hard to be the anti-alien anti or anti-demon force when, you know, they're taking uh, agreements with them. They're breaking yeah, bread with the, these guys. When, when Pence and these, you know, famous doctors are working together for this, like, neo-Rome pederast empire, like Kevin Spacey types, you know? Kevin Spacey's neo pederast empire. Oh my god! Yeah, Kevin Spacey for president, man. Twenty twenty four. Jesus, is Kevin Spacey isn't it Kevin Spacey in Israel? Probably. No, you know, I don't think he's actually one of. Uh, he's not really. You know, his dad was part of that Skokie Chicago Frank right. Collins crowd, mm -hmm. like the cartoon Hollywood. I don't know if he's uh, tight. You know, I don't know what his relationship is. If he has dual citizenship or what. I mean, he was friends with Epstein, so probably. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's well taken care of. Um, One of the weirdest things ever was Kevin Spacey playing his character from House of Cards talking about how the trial against Kevin Spacey was a sham and yeah, cooking during the entire thing. Yeah, that was really disturbing. Well, this year, everyone was asking for it. They're like, please do another one, Mr. Spacey. So that's why I'm saying Spacey for president 2024. Hmm. <laughs> Although I don't think that's going to happen now with Kamala. Yeah, no Harrison, man, no male will ever president. be president again unless they call themselves a female. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's only getting worse. No brakes on this train.
We got breaks, though. Ha! What is it you? It's break time, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, Can't see me shaking my head. No, I know you're shaking your head, but, you know. We all are. <laughs> I didn't want to jump in when you guys were talking a while ago. I just sat here and listened to you guys. It's fine. Let's deal with my dumb joke. All right, we're going to take a break, listen to some music, and we'll be back. A Link in a Chain by John Nada. Let's 
incest is everything. And you owe your descendants everything. You are just a link in a chain. A tiny one at that. All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies Midweek Edition, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Astro. Uh, we're going over all the current event spoop. Um, we got through all the COVID stuff. Um, what else? The, oh, you know what I forgot the, about the woman who said she would love to die from the vaccine? It'd be an honor. Yeah, it'd be an honor well, to die. Yeah. I mean, who are we to deny her her wish? Yeah. But, like, yeah, someone must be sacrificed for the rest to be safe. And if it's me, you know, that's the same That's the same, same thing. Have you guys ever seen, like, the Skittles thing? It's like, you know, there's 10,000 Skittles and 100 of them are poison. How many Skittles would you eat? And some faggot was like, I would eat them all, and I would just keep eating them and eating them until they were all in. They were just all together, and I wouldn't care about the poisonous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They are poisoned with estrogen. Right. But anyways, it's the same sort of thing. This is just some virtue signaling about how I would love to do, be like you know an example of dying for the vaccine. Shut up. That's really gay. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. People want to die from it, they can die from it. Okay. Well, I'm not getting the vaccine. Uh, let me see. Do we have anything? Do we have, any, do we have anything? We do. We do. Let's do the cyborg thing so I get to say it again. <laughs> All right. So, Johnny's favorite person on Earth has recently bought out a company called Neuralink. Yes. So he's the firm's new CEO, and it, the first thing he puts out is that he wants to develop a micron-sized device to help link brains and machines and treat brain injuries and their symptoms, such as strokes, paralysis, and even memory loss. And after, after we get kind of through the intro of this, I have something to say about that. Goal is to bring this to market by sometime this friggin' year. Yeah. In 2021. I'll give that you three drum- guesses now, as to who this is. Well- Hang on, Reinhardt. Reinhardt, this was this article is from a couple years ago. This article yeah. is from 2017. Right. So, right, you said like he 2021 bought this year. Right. But now is the year that it's supposed to be coming to the market. Is there any update? Does anybody like? Is there an update to this article? Like, uh, like Steve Jobs, um, Elon Musk is one of those guys that's always standing on the shoulders of giants. So he's stealing research from places like Xerox Park in the case of Apple, but he's stealing it from DARPA. DARPA's yes. been working on these brain-computer interfaces. In fact, DARPA on Twitter even tweeted Elon, I think last year, saying, "Hey, mind giving us credit for like for billions of dollars of research and funding?" Because Neuralink is basically just a front, just how Facebook was a front face for LifeLog, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And the Total Information Awareness Program run by John Poindexter, admiral involved in the Iran Contra affair, if I recall correctly. Well, um, think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Neuralink is probably a front for DARPA. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it is. I just want to say that. I just want to say that drawing that Johnny did of Elon Musk was uh, dead on likeness, Dude, I don't... and uh, that was really good. That looked like a left-handed kid drew it. 
What are, no, dude, I'm left-handed, man. I'm I draw joking. really good. I'm what are you joking. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're Nothing. not a kid, though. I know. Yeah, you're not a kid. Um, yeah, it, it probably is a front for DARPA, which I I mean, were, in I 2013, DARPA friggin' admitted in a an article called, what was it, Advanced Tools for Mammalian Genome Engineering, mm-hmm. that they were working with the Pentagon basically to improve gene editing platforms uh, for human artificial chromosomes. They're called HACs. Um, so they can use these to make significant modifications to actual human genetics. And apparently, as of a couple of years ago, they were able to make over 1 million uh, strands of these HACs. They have extremely large sections of DNA that they can use. So, yeah, this is probably a front for DARPA who's been doing this for the better part of 10 years now that we are allowed to know publicly. Um, But last year, Elon Musk actually did show off uh, this Neuralink Oh, did well, okay. no, it's still vaporware, kind of. But the Pentagon uh, has deployed um, brain chips for memory um, enhancement. They're like thin film um, RAM. And the way it works is just kind of like Frankenstein. like they really don't know how it works. They're just putting this thin film in the people's brains. But the people that they're testing it on are veterans with like, severe TBI. So it's kind of like they want so to sign up for it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They already have yeah. brain problems, so let's see if we and that's can one make of those, them better. It's like a, it's they're calling it like a moonshot type project. Like in five or ten years, they want to have a finished product, which is pretty ambitious. Like Johnny Mnemonic, you yeah. know? Like he, yeah, uh, exactly. Yep. Well, and he said uh, back in this 2017 article, he said, "quote You're already digitally superhuman. The thing that would change is the interface having a high bandwidth interface to your digital enhancements." The thing is that today, the interface all necks down to this tiny straw, which is particularly in terms of output, it's like poking things with your meat sticks or using words, either speaking or tapping things with your fingers. And in fact, output has gone backwards. It used to be, in your most frequent form, output would be 10-finger typing. Now, it's like two-thumb typing on a phone. That's crazy slow communication. We should be able to improve that by many orders of magnitude with a direct neural interface. So he's talking about essentially, put it in layman's terms, telepathy. You guys remember how Elon loves that uh, Deus Ex computer game? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So the third one uh, that actually ended up getting made, because the original third game disappeared when Warren Spector was hired by Disney to make Epic Mickey. Uh, you know, Club 33, all that stuff. Uh, I'm guessing he's a 33rd degree Mason. I don't know. But he made Ultima Online and then Deus Ex. Uh, so then they ended up making Human Revolution instead of Deus Ex Insurrection, which actually was a lot like the current situation today with China... And other nation states competing for influence in a fractioned America, fractured, you know, at least uh, ideologically. And anyway, so we got Human Revolution instead, which had all the neo Renaissance imagery, new set of characters, and uh, a lot less close to reality. But it was interesting, and uh, also it was more for consoles and probably non whites. Uh, but seriously, um, their whole subplot was about. Um, vagus nerve chips like uh, brain chips that um, instead of working on the brain well they did work on the brain but they worked on the nerve that connects the brain to the rest of the body called the vagus nerve uh, vagus spelled vagus anyway um it's controls heart rate digestion all sorts of important things hmm. it also is supposedly how like the gut bacteria get to the brain so anyway it's um in the end of the the game 
the bad guy or whatever, some globalist, is down in Antarctica, and he turns on where there's like a giant hole in the planet, you know, sphere in the game. Um, and he turns on everyone's brain chip to activate everyone's vagus nerve, which uh, basically causes like a zombie type apocalypse. Yeah, I, I don't think... And Elon something... must think that's really cool, right? Oh, of course. I don't think something like a zombie-type apocalypse, like everybody walking around like Frankenstein, is going to happen. But I think people well, no, are going to be... Like madness, mass hallucinations, madness. When you uh, stimulate someone's vagus nerve, it could be like LSD or PCP. Hmm. Or like, yeah, make them see whatever you want. And extreme aggression, maybe superhuman strength. Yeah, I could I see know. that. And the Well, not the superhuman strength thing, but I could see them making people crazy and then... Doing something big with holograms and like a MK Ultra Plus. Well, people. Yeah, I think the new next war in the Middle East could be tied to some kind of blue beam type thing. I wouldn't be surprised because everyone's banking on the yeah. apocalypse. You know? Well, I mean, you know, and every time you turn around, Tucker's talking about UFOs, and then this guy's talking about UFOs, and then there's disclosure going to happen over here, and then yeah, so it's something's something's brewing. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, to the whole thing, I like how I like how you know again, Elon does it lone scum does this thing where uh, what he uses for uh, like okay, so where he talks about ten figure typing going back down to two thumb typing, right? Well, that's something that everybody you know understands because everybody texts, right? And everybody's like, oh man, yeah, I totally love to text like lightning speed, right? And that's like. But they think that it's, they're going to get, you know, what you, what says those memes? It's like, Elon, can I have, you know, a neural brain interlink? Oh, to text faster? Yes. You know, actually <laughs> turns you into a, you know, robot thing like a boss. <laughs> right. Well, that, transhuman I mean, that, time. Yeah, this is the the transhumanist dream for a long time, right? Right. right. Yes. Yeah, yep. this is just the, 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 the wet dream that they've been pushing at you since... Uh, you know William Gibson, you know did oh, wow. Neuromancer and stuff like that. Yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, so. yeah, it's its whole goal is posthumanism. That's that's the entire endpoint is to be something more than human, superhuman, human two point Essentially, it's ascension. Is what it is, or apotheosis? I guess is the term you would use. It's- but the counterside is it's like being a super organism, kind of like the Chinese, where we're all ants, drones, and then we're there to serve the technology. Like the human, the human side is secondary to the AI and the information side. Well, that's and the those way it's are going basically, to become. Yeah, the step beyond transhumanism is worshiping information. Right, I and think the arbiter of that information. Yeah, right. And I think we're well on our way to the worship of the information. I agree, and that's that's why I hold out For that sure. the COVID vaccine is not any sort of mark of the beast or anything like that. I think transhumanism is the most it's a warm up. Hades. Yes, gotta, it's a warm up. They got to loosen you up first, you know. They got to buy yeah. you dinner before they. <laughs> yeah, like the Sweden, uh, the chips that go in the hand that open doors and stuff. You know, that's kind of the gimmick to. Right. Um, yeah, you know, people are excited to stand in line for that. But oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember when you need when that it to buy and started. sell things. It's not going to be as um, well liked. When they, when that first started, I remember hearing about this back in like I don't know, like the early aughts, twenty eleven. The early, no, the early aughts in I want to say okay. Sweden. 
they were trying to sell it as to like to like the bar crowd, like you know the party crowd. Oh, you don't have to carry cash or your credit card or anything. You just have all your bank information stored right in that chip on your hand. You know, and and kids were getting it, and like you know, twenty one year olds that were going to bars were getting wanting to get this chip supposedly. That was back in like two thousand three. Um, yeah. Now you have, you know, Israel has vaccine passports. I we saw the video of uh, BB going around and checking out the um, uh, the basic. It's basically just it's, it's nothing special. I don't know why they're making a special deal to check it out. It's literally just like a bracelet scanner. You know what I mean? If your bracelet has this particular chip in it that says you have the vaccine, it will set off this sensor. Like it's, it's not some sort of weird new technology. They're making it out to be like, oh my god, these passport vaccine vaccine. Yeah, vaccine passport, you know, um, verification sites. They're literally it's the same thing, probably like bouncers use when they look at your ID. Aren't they doing ankle bracelets on the Orthodox there that refuse to get the vaccine? Are they the trouble the troublemakers? <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. That's hilarious. Yeah, if true, hilarious. Well, they if are true. troublemakers, you know. Come on, yeah. those Russians. Well, nobody likes nobody likes the Orthodox Jews. Even the other Jews don't like the Orthodox Jews. But specifically the Russian uh, – Israel really changed. Their demographics in the 90s with the collapse of the Soviet Union mm-hmm. transformed a lot. Mm-hmm. Like now 20, 30 percent of the country is Russian. Yeah, all the, all the Ashkenazim that got thrown out with communism. <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting is most of Israel uh, kind of hates cats, but except for the Ukrainian and Russian Jews. They like cats. Cats are the guardians of the underworld. Interesting. Don't know if it's a Khazar thing. Yeah, because Ukraine was old Khazaria. You know. Yeah. Speaking of Ukraine, uh, there's a lot of uh, tension there right now. Oh, is Azov doing something? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, like the the NATO is posturing oh, oh, and Russia. Oh, like actual stuff. I'm sorry. Jammers and spammers, and you know. Did, well, also, wasn't there like a drunk driver who who freaking crashed into a Ukrainian fighter jet, like blew it up? <laughs> no, but there there's a lot of tension right now in Ukraine. There, okay. People are taking bets. Hmm. Um. And then, of course, the B fifty twos over in Diego Garcia and the the flights over Iraq and stuff. Diego Garcia isn't that freaking Madagascar? That's over in the Indian Ocean by uh, Maldives. Okay, like so the yeah, the B fifty two is being okay. over Diego Garcia. That is signifying what exactly? Uh, well, Israel is telling Biden that they are going to strike Iran. I guess okay. they don't want to wait. I mean, you know, they yeah. say that all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they're actually doing. There's a lot of there's like tanker wars going on again. Where uh, I think an Iranian tanker got blown up over delivering oil to Syria. And caused an oil spill on some Israeli beaches. Oh, they have boy. pictures of the turtles and everything. Very, very, yeah. very much a PR thing, sure. And uh, what else? Um, I guess Israel got kicked out of some airspace from the Arab countries, which they've been cooperating with. So would that count as some... 110? Huh. Well, <laughs> no, no. It's actually it was Just the, the survivor cast. Count. In oh, okay. I guess I don't oh. know if it's a U.S. survivor or Israeli survivor. Oh, okay. But okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the evangelical Christians or the Israeli media, they're both saying they're about to go to war. Well, and you've got Biden, China posturing alongside Iran. I yeah, mean, and Chinese well, Russia, Russia's in the Ca- Russia's in the Caspian with missile boats. They have yeah, and a you lot got China of electronic. Of 
I've heard some people say Russia has kind of EW dominance now, which I know is, you know, people who work for like contractors with their, their brains are burning right now hearing that, but it's true. I'm sure. And, uh, because, you know, $1 in Russia goes like over 10 times as far as a dollar here in terms mm. of weapons, you know, like yeah, Lockheed and all those co- companies are full of fat or whatever they're full of. I don't know. John Bonet Ramsey type scandals, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those. Holographic money. Working for the Queen of England or something, the Lizard Queen. Yeah. I mean, just... ironically or unironically, whatever you want to believe. Right. Hey, right. have you guys heard about what the University of Arizona has proposed to do? No. Uh, they're going to shoot an arc full of sperm to the moon. Oh, they're the ones that are doing that? Yeah. That's disgusting. Is it a- ASU, gonna, the party school? Arizona State? Well, no, it's just the University of Arizona. Okay, not Arizona State. I no, guess not. Different school. I, I didn't. Know, I don't know if there's a difference. There is a difference. It's two different schools. There okay. Th- thank you. Well, you know, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's bold. I do know? too. Um, it's, a, it's a modern arc. Yeah. Of sperm. Six point six seven. Six point six six million. Sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of sperm to end up at the uh, the bottom of the. Atlantic Ocean uh, below Bermuda. <laughs> right, where all the rockets or up go. In, you know, Canada. Well, that's where it's going to end up because, you know, like. That's where all the rockets go. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the great space debate. The great space debate rages on in the chats, too, which is hilarious. Oh, hey, the first U.S. spy satellite. You want to know what its code name was? Um. I wasn't totally done. Oh. They're going to have Sorry. an advanced team of robots. They're going to have an advanced team of sperm-handling robots that will handle the sperm oh, and bring it under the lunar surface. I, I have to see I have to see what the design for these robots are. Yeah. I think Elon would be involved in that, no? He'd have to be. He'd absolutely have to be. Um, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen is, is the lead architect. What? You're joking. No. Yeah, I don't believe that. A joke oh, based yeah. on no, based on Elon designing his rocket after the dictator. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is I wouldn't be like it wouldn't surprise me. You no, because like Leonardo DiCaprio Elon went is the Colbert green. Colbert with like a mechanical tentacle robot, like making sex jokes with Colbert like two years ago. Yeah, I remember seeing mm-hmm. big gross. Yeah, just jokes. <sighs> it's just jokes, guys. It was a robo robo arm, but it was more like a tentacle. Mm. It's just and jokes. of course they had to make a. You know, debasing joke. Dude, I just like clicked to a new page or new tab on Brave and it's like the background is three skyscrapers or three buildings where Oh, okay. It's signifying that Brave is, is safe, basically. People are like looking out their windows with binoculars, then the little that little shitty cartoon art style. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I actually just opened up a new tab and the same thing came up. Right? Isn't that kind of weird though? Uh, this is your future, white man. Well, no, but the, what they're saying is, see, the ones that are blacked out, those are the ones that are on Brave. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, still kind of creeped me out there for half a second. Creepy. Yeah. Just we were admitting. talking about Madonna earlier, and the fish that I was calling her a fish monster, and then there was something about whale bestiality. I mean, yeah. What's what is this whale? What? Yeah. What is this whale I- bestiality, Reinhardt? 
I don't know. I just saw it on freaking Twitter. Let me pull it up. Well, she does seem to be transforming into a fish monster. I mean, if oh, you saw she the, looks disgusting. The bathtub. Well, she's been also dating blacks exclusively for five more years. She got like a grill and shit. Dog blacks. Like, she. Yeah. Implying, oh, here it is. Implying. Madonna is one of the most famous pop stars in the world and apparently likes to spend her free time in strange ways. One of her friends recently revealed that she watched whale porn with him. Click through the gallery for all the info. No, I don't think I will. Mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, I would rather not. Uh, oh, it says, let's see, internet celebrity. The fat Jew gave an interview about his budding friendship with the 60-year-old. He talked about the things they did for fun. He said, we had a sleepover at her house. She let me prank call celebrities on her phone. That's effing nuts. People don't realize how cool she is, said the 37-year-old, whose name is Josh Ostrovsky. She let me prank, prank call Bono. I did a lot of amazing stuff. I asked him if he showers with his purple glasses on. Uh, let's see. Ah, he also explained they watched some strange content online. He said we were watching effed up internet videos of guys having sex with the blowholes of beach whales. I don't think she's necessarily into it. He clarified, right. but she said let's we let's watch weird internet videos, and we ended up so, watching that. So it's a fish monster, right? Fishmonger, fishmonster. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some, uh, some Innsmouth vibes. Um, I'm, I'm getting she, sick. I'm gonna get sick. This is I disgusting. think she's starting to return to the sea. She's starting to change. Instead, well, you know, there's a back, whole, there's a whole thing where, like, the devil isn't necessarily from Hades; it's from the deep ocean. Hades. Some well, of that, some of that satanic archetype is Neptunian, not Saturnian. Well, that's the thing. If you look at, let's say, the biblical cosmology model. There's uh, Sheol and the abyss underneath, the great waters of the deep, Abzu, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's entirely possible, honestly. Yeah, and the biblical, uh, and biblical monsters would be behemoth and leviathan, and I forget the air one. It's a bird version, too. Well, there's there's the, the red dragon, the dragon which most people call Satan. Um, and then there's, yeah, leviathan or Tiamat, and then behemoth, Um Oh, Tiamat is Leviathan? I didn't know. That. Tiamat, Rahab, Leviathan, yeah. Uh, is it Yam. like Behemoth or Leviathan how some people try to justify uh, dinosaurs? It tried, I guess. I don't know. I've, I mean, I've heard uh, Leviathan likened to an actual Hydra, given mm. the uh, genus. What is it? I can't remember. It's in the Old Testament, but uh, God crushed the heads of Leviathan. Uh, I've heard it. I thought described. it's supposed to be as. Big as like an island or mountain. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard many interpretations that Leviathan was a giant monster that oh. God destroyed, the embodiment of chaos. I've heard that Leviathan was a I... uh, confederation of kings. Okay. Like, heads. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't know. I've, I've heard people say, I love you at your darkest isn't as good as Demigod, but it it is better than Thelema 6. So... Behemoth uh, albums. Oh, Behemoth albums. Yes, I. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, listen, listen. Our three <laughs> listeners that like Behemoth are really gonna like that joke. <laughs> right. You're gonna get one solid so, comment oh, on that. Oh, the first spy satellite uh, was called Corona. Yes. In 1960, it was capturing uh, images of the Russian Arcana plane over the in the Caspian Sea. 
Hmm. So there's this plane that uses surface effect, so it kind of hovers. Like, um, so it's kind of it was bigger than the Spruce Goose. It wasn't a hovercraft. It's called like a ground effect vehicle, and it could hover over. It's kind of impractical for the ocean, I guess. So, and I don't know about land either. Basically, it would only work on the sea, maybe the Black Sea. Um, and it's yeah, rather specific. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Rather specific, Corona, and then. Um, you know, the Russians named their vaccine project, what, Sputnik 5? Those are like two foundational satellites for the Soviets and the Americans, Corona mm-hmm. and Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Kind of a weird connection there. And didn't Sputnik look is. like a coronavirus, kind of? Maybe. It was round with uh, a whole bunch of little things sticking out I'd of it. I'd be interested to hear the flat Earth explanation. I'm not being uh, sarcastic. I'm genuinely curious. Uh, for Sputnik, you know, because it's so many people around the world were amateur radio astronomers picking up Sputnik signal. Such a big PR boon, too, for the Soviets, which was well, like the global kind of, you know, the left wing bounce path. radio signals off of a firmament. Mm. That's easy enough. Like, that's incredibly easy. Yeah, but I think the way people like observed it and then it would pass over them, you know, it, it I think if you calculated it, it would have timed with, you know, rotation of the Earth. But I could be wrong. I wasn't there. I think that's the story. That's what they would like to say. But yeah, yeah, they could have obviously, uh, you know, astroturfed that old thing. Yeah, I'm sure it was completely astroturfed. We're going to have to do a, a deep dive into the Russian space program now because I know that the Jews who started the Russian space program are the same Jews that started our space program. So I'm sure that there. are Nothing shady going on betwixt the two. All right. Um, there's a UFO sighting again. We got some more people that want to say we talk about not. We don't talk about spoopy stuff enough. So we have a UFO sighting over the Lehigh Valley in Berks County. Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen a, uh, a UFO sighting hit like local news. And not something from, like, Tucker talking about, you know, disclosure. Mm-hmm. Now, are they uh, saying this is, are they saying this is, um, what do you call it, uh, SpaceX? Or no, is this, I think what, they're, it's, what it's, they're talking about. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even hear you. Go ahead, dude. No, I was saying, or what are they saying it is? Are they saying it's uh, something to do with SpaceX? No, it's... Um, so the rocket, apparently, the story is that it launched from NASA's facility in Cape Canaveral. Is that correct? Am I reading this right? Sunday's launch. Yeah, apparently it was a NASA rocket. Let's see. A few things have to happen so we can see exhaust clouds. Didn't NASA give Elon the middle finger recently? They're not using SpaceX anymore? Like, that was a big thing about Biden. Oh, there were two launches. Oh, I don't know. They may have. Why? Is it some, like, SpaceX sticking it to the man, supposedly? It's going to probably allow Elon to get a lot closer to China. Mm. Because I think Elon is kind of a... uh, Judas goat for China. He looks like a fucking Chinese guy a little bit. Oh, yeah. The Chinese own South Africa at this point. 
Yeah, but I mean, he's a little bit chinkish, you know. Oh, he's got sort of like the semi-epicanthic, fold-looking eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's got the Mongolian look. A little he's like bit. One of the, the, white... the Fingolian. He's like a white hun. Yeah. White hun. Laplanders. So this was Starlink. Okay, so this is more Starlink yes. bullshit. Okay. So it's not, sorry, two... it's not a UFO story, guys. My bad. We'll I scrolled halfway down and you what, got 60 me. satellites? <laughs> yeah, I saw this deployment of 60 satellites. It's just like, it looks like uh, a fishing boat that like trolls, you know, and they're just dropping bait out of the back of the, the boat as it goes. It's, that's really what it's doing. This looks like something a, you would do in a boat, you know. Um, it's like dropping buoys. Right. I don't know. They're in these Starlink satellites move because of solar panels and yeah i don't know yeah I don't, so solar concentrator in space all this. Oh, what? Testing. solar concentrator kind of like a space weapon that takes the sun and beams it to earth mm. so we're talking about like death star kind of crap but, like, but I, they're saying it's for electricity but yeah it's yeah like, like one a directed of those, energy um, weapon gold, but kind of like golden eye but for good that? Yeah. Awesome James Bond film. Yes. Yeah. The only the only good one in my and opinion. the only really good Nintendo sixty four game. Amen. Yeah. yeah. My dad set up till four in the morning playing that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, they launched sixty satellites, and they've been talking about this for a while because they want to they want to create an entire network all across Earth that will apparently provide high speed internet. Right. It's supposed to provide uh, gigabit speeds over satellite. Elon's also yeah, Amazon's gassed. doing the same thing. Um, he was supposed to get subsidies from America, like a few billion, for um, broadband expansion, he, uh, Starlink. But uh, both Trump's administration and Biden's administration are denying him. So maybe Elon's government money is going to dry up. Looks like both SpaceX, well, SpaceX uh, government contracts for launches and government subsidies for Starlink both, um, you know, shit the bed the past year. Hmm. Well, I wonder what it's just going to look like when we have NASA satellites, we have hundreds of space or uh, SpaceX satellites, and hundreds of Amazon satellites wow. all throughout this realm. Like, is it is it just going to be covered in just black dots everywhere? Are we even going to be able to see light outside, or is it just going to be reflections off of these satellites? I I don't know. I mean, right now, what we are we should already have how many thousands and thousands and thousands of satellites up there. Just space junk, just so bad. It's just space junk, just floating around. Yeah, in orbit, thousands and thousands of, you know, dead satellites that don't work anymore, just up there. Yeah, but Johnny, right. there's so much space, you know. Right, space. It's, it's infinite. infinite bigness. This infinite bigness out there, where like, with all this junk that's never in any photos. You know, they, like inside Joe Rogan's head, you know. Space. Huh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, there's a lot of empty space in there. So look at this picture I'm just I'm posting in the Skype right now. Um, this is a rendition, an artist impression from NASA. This is the size of debris that's currently, as of 2020, out in space. Right. Yeah. So wait, is that a picture of something going in a blowhole of a whale? Wait, what am I looking at here? What? It's like a virus particle to me. This is supposed uh, to be all the satellites around the planet. 
Oh, I had the I had the wrong I had the wrong picture pulled up. Apparently. Which pictures do you have pulled up? <laughs> I don't even want to know. What chat are you in, nigga? The um, fat Jews chat. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so is abusing whales part of Kabbalah or something? Is that left hand path Kabbalah? It probably is. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with. I think that's disgusting. It's like the people these are the people that have like the you know, dragon dildos and whale dildos and horse dildos and all kinds of animal dildos and to do You mean things. the DSA? Yeah, the DSA. But like to actually go to the beach and do sexual things to a blowhole of a beached whale. A dead that's whale. a very specific right. A dead whale, a blowhole I mean like that's a not oh, it was very, dead? I, I guess, guess that's better. It's not I mean, cruelty. look, I, we don't know anything about this video, okay? All we know is that there was somebody doing something sexual to the blowhole of a beached whale. I'm assuming it was dead. No, Orcophilia. Right. That's so fucked up. Right, but, like, that's a very rare occurrence. Like, how often does a whale beach itself nearby to where you have that I don't that know. The, you know, the Navy and sonar and all that, I mean, it does happen. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Okay. I can't imagine. I mean, the whales supposedly. Right. I mean, have you seen, have you seen how many homeless people are at Venice beach? I'm sure something's going on there. Yeah. No, but you know, they're starting to enforce the mask rules on the homeless in LA. It's kind of interesting. They're enforcing. You you have to wear a mask. If you're having sex with a whale's blowhole. Well, up in San Francisco, they're giving like, um, all sorts of amenities, quote unquote, to the homeless to get them off the streets in the COVID era. Yeah. But that's San Francisco. They're more woke than L.A. They've got the uh, Weather Underground DA and Mayor London Breed, I think. Yep. London right. Breed and um, the Weather Underground DA is. Oh, I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. His, yeah, but, his uh, are Jewish terrorists. They're, they're, you know, they're enabling degeneracy as long as it stays within some confines. You know? Well, yeah. Well, now it's the confines are the entire city. It used to just be. The and by degeneracy, I mean like homeless people shooting up with gutter water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. On oh, so streets. COVID vaccines. Yeah, pretty much COVID vaccines. You know, probably just this, the same Russian roulette. You know, same probabilities there. Who knows? <laughs> it's true. Um, but now, so... <laughs> So this is apparently how how much space debris and satellites are orbiting Earth right now. Yeah, that's that's stupid. I forget I think, if it's a science fiction author or a scientist, but they said we're going to get trapped on Earth if the space junk continues at the space. Oh this no! Honestly, looks like a kid got a hold of Photoshop on his dad's computer and just like copy pasted a crap load of shapes everywhere. Yeah, if there was that much space junk, launches would fail all the time. So I don't right. know. Right. That's I, there's so many contradictions with what NASA itself says about itself. And you SpaceX know, just launch, fails on its own. Right. Those launch insurances cost like two hundred million just on their own, supposedly. So if there is, if it is all fake, there's a lot of funny money, funny accounting going on. Oh, of course there is. This is like I with mean, the shuttle program, right, or the Challenger mm-hmm. explosion again. Paddock. Jews the, doing weird things with money. What? Yeah, never heard of that before. Six degrees of Stephen Paddock. <laughs> it always goes back to Vegas. But, you know. Why not? <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, speaking of which, I think Ron Jeremy's going to get more years than um, James Fields at this rate. He's, like, looking at over 360 years. Really? So, it, like, 
by the time he gets the trial, if he's not dead, he's going to probably have over 420 years over whatever James Beale's got. Please be 333. No, it's already past 360. I mean, that's assuming he got found guilty on all counts. It's really weird. I mean, 30 women, even though he's Ron Jeremy, yes, he looks like a goblin or something. I don't know, pot-bellied pig, whatever you want to call him. But uh, something's a little fishy, you know? I mean, he did call out China like a week before George Floyd happened, which George Floyd was connected to the Houston area, which might have been connected to the Chinese consulate getting shut down there for counterfeiting, for printing counterfeit dollar bills. That's so, uh that's actually Ron knows some shit. Interesting Ron knows some shit. That's why they probably want him dead before. Oh, and after he got, uh, you know, imprisoned, um, a music video came out with him that I guess he recorded. You know, obviously, and he's in the music video. He kills his wife and gets arrested, but then they have to let him go, and the detective is upset, so he like crashes the car on purpose and kills Ron Jeremy. So there's already predictive programming released after he's in police custody that he's going to die in police custody. By some nefarious vigilante type. Hmm. Yeah, sorry, I'm white knighting for Ron Jeremy, but you know the uh, truth is stranger than fiction. You know, so that's the whistleblower you got, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the whistleblower you got. I mean, I he guess knows what take... happens in Vegas, man. His best friend, you know, died mysteriously. Dennis Hoff guy. Although I don't know if that was mysterious. He was like a 70 year old gangster, right? Who was uh, practically married to Heidi Fleiss, another, you know, kind of Mossad type person. Oh, but I don't yeah. know if I don't know if Ron's the Israeli faction. I, I don't well, know. Honestly. What do you think? Okay, so now hold on, Heidi Fleiss being uh, CIA or something. Um, what about the yeah? Theory I don't that... know. She could have been CIA. She could have been Mossad. Right, right. They're something. all of the above. All right, which is you know you don't have to repeat yourself. Um, what about the what theory? A disgusting creature. That. Yeah, she she really had a, a big drug problem. Well, of course she did. That's yeah. Man, Looks like on. a ghoul. I'd have to take another look at that one. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, hang I agree on. with you, dog. Hang on. What if Hugh Hefner was also a honeypot? I mean, clearly. Well, everyone know Playboy Mansion was a honeypot. He was a CIA operative. He was a CIA operative. Full of trannies. Asset. Okay. And a hustler too, Larry Flint. I think the first article on the USS Liberty was actually either Playboy magazine or Hustler. They were a little bit of a political force to be reckoned with back then. Well, yeah, there's a reason everybody read Playboy, and it wasn't for the it wasn't for the boobs; it was for the articles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, sold, if it wasn't Soldier of Fortune, it would be. You know, there were some <laughs> mm-hmm. some interesting. Uh, yeah, like around the time of the war in Angola, too. A lot of shadow ops. The Nixon uh, Ford years. Wait, the I'm Nixium? Sure, no, Nixon. No, Nixon. Nixon. The Nixon and Nixon, Ford years. Nixon, yeah. The 70s. Nixium, yeah. Nixium is a whole other rabbit hole. I think they got oh, shut yeah. down because uh, a lot of their victims, a lot of their marks were Jewish women. The guy running it, Rainier, I don't think he was. No, Keith Rainier's uh, not, but the, all the Bronf, Bronfmans were in it. Like the, a yeah, lot but of they the were just as much girls. victims in some degree. You know, maybe yeah. it's, it's up for debate. I, yeah, debatable. They were conned. I'm not saying they're victims of okay. uh, exploitation, other than financial. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Broth benefits. Yeah. Than, yeah. But okay, so wait a second. How do we get to Nexium? God damn it! 
There Vegas. was other stuff that I had questions about earlier, but it's uh, too the late now. Mafia versus the straight mafia. Basically. Kind of what I think it comes down to. What Vegas does? Well, I, I mean, the Ron, you know, they hate Ron because he still makes gay jokes, too. He's still one of, he's one of the last people in 2020 that was making fun of gays. <laughs> and they wanted a political prisoner from the right. And I don't think he's pro-Clinton, though, so I don't think he's a right-winger. But I mean, Clinton, you know, that is Hillary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never, I, I never thought we'd talk about Ron Jeremy that much on the Paranormies. Wow. He, he was warning about China like a week before George Floyd happened. Yeah. And then so. he got thrown in jail for it. You know, California, all these charges like come about right after he said that. Like 30 women come forward. Yeah, that's pretty. That would, they had that oh, one exactly. ready to go. He says, says, be careful of China. They know they can't win a war fair. They're trying to start shit over here. George Floyd happens. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So I mean, SpaceX. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so SpaceX. What about SpaceX now? We did SpaceX already. Oh, no. I was just trying to. I didn't know if you had more to talk about with that. <laughs> oh, no. Let's not, yeah, let's not talk about Run Jeremy. Uh, Elon's, Elon's going to be going to China soon enough or turning to China for money. No, probably. If he isn't already. For what? For money? Yeah, if, if uh, Biden's cutting them off from contracts. I mean, mm. but Elon's MO has always been getting all these federal subsidies and funds, contracts and subsidies for Tesla, for SpaceX, even for the boring company, the tunnel making company. All their clients are governments, you know, state well, governments. Local. Well, now the new Secretary of Defense, uh, Lloyd Austin, apart from his other endeavors now as SecDef, um, he. You know, he sat on the board of Raytheon, and immediately after he was appointed, Raytheon got just a massive, what was it, like $450 billion contract? Wow. I want to say. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to get away from, from lone scum. Yeah, he was seen as too um, friendly to Trump, I'm sure. Or who knows what the uh, behind-the-scenes backgammon is. Uh, I had a bit on like Soviet and Israeli spies because on TDS they mentioned Arnon Milchin. He was the guy who produced Fight Club. I thought that was kind of interesting. Hollywood tie-in. A lot of people forget that Fight Club was produced by a Mossad, a famous Mossad spy, the next most famous after uh, Maxwell, Robert Maxwell. Oh, that's right. Arnon Milchin. Yeah. Not surprisingly enough. I mean, not surprising, though. I mean, like that the Mossad or, you know, some alphabet agency was involved with the movie. Especially when oh, yeah. it's influential as Fight Club. Well, the author, uh, that Paulinuk guy, he name-dropped J- Daily Stormer on Joe Rogan, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. It's kind of the most interesting thing I ever heard on Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, his last, his last book was, like, kind of talking about the alt-right. Oh, uh, okay. Paulinuk's last book, yeah. yeah He's a total fag, so I yeah. know. Yeah, I know he's a yes, he's a faggot. Yeah, but he one thing interesting is he based uh, Fight Club like kind of the archetype or whatever of Tyler Durden. Supposedly, he says he based it on Tom Metzger, which hmm. I you know like a gay interpretation of Tom Metzger with hair or something. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't really see it too much, but like I an Israeli, it. it kind of interesting. It's like an Israeli angle on the you know Fight yeah. Club was kind of like an Israeli focusing of like white identity. Yeah. That changes a lot once you realize that. You're like, oh, a Mossad guy produced. Yeah, it's a Mossad job. The whole movie's a Mossad job. 
Right. Yeah, Chuck Palahniuk did not invent that. the alt-right with Fight Club. <laughs> no. No, no, but they, they took stuff from White Nationalism 1.0 and the skinhead movement. They based the whole Project Mayhem on skinheads, which is, you can supposedly, see it. Supposedly, supposedly, kind of, yeah. But it was, but I mean, in reality, they were acting. He ran like a newsletter and a radio show. He wasn't doing. It. He right. saw he saw some skinheads at like a couple punk shows causing fights in the pit, and it inspired him to come up with the entire fake subculture of uh, Fight Club. Probably yeah. that sounds about right. And yeah, you know, he's honestly. one of those authors. Like um, William Gibson was guilty of this too. They authors up in the Pacific Northwest like to be really crusty and hang out around the like the bar scene and bikers and stuff. And then they they put that greediness into their books. Like William Gibson was famous for that. Eighty mm. percent of William Gibson's stories are him in CD bars, but adding computer technology to it. And always there's always some chick with like razor blade fingernails. Like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so like. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. It's it's amazing how much science fiction writers were able to get away with in the 80s. You know, the, the, the ones the ones in the 60s and 70s uh, had to really work hard for some of their concepts. But some of the ones in the 80s just literally grabbed some stuff out of thin air and slapped it together. Now, now the stuff that comes out today, it's like, what what do you shoot for? You know what? What's the next? You know what's the right. next? How far? Um, what, well, that's that's actually a good point. How far can you go with sci-fi at this point? Like it's yeah. literally like, what all. Do you, what do you shoot for? Right. I think sci-fi is dead. It's basically just reality now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's all kind of it's all kind of taking cues out of like the pop culture. Uh, J- George R. R. Martin kind of Game of Thrones thing is like how how detailed can we get? But sci-fi is inherently different than fantasy because we're heading into that dystopian world mm-hmm. so it's like, how much can we describe how much can we give away here um I but in their minds they're not of, giving it away i hate game of thrones but um it does have a lot of interesting symbolism and kind of messaging predictive programming like um, oh, it does. you know a possible ice age coming and you know that's one of the many sure reset reset yep. yeah yeah yeah. Oh yes, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to fantasy post. No, this episode no, does no, not belong no, here. No. Does not belong on the Nationalist Inquirer. Um, Love was down to 99 pounds and near death until Woody Harrelson came by with some CBD oil. Now she's okay. Oh, thank God for CBD that oil. Was, yeah. What does CBD stand for in this specific case? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I have something in mind, but I'm not going to say it even no, for hour two. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, and I know you guys think it's a man. Courtney loves a man. Maybe Courtney love is a man. Courtney love definitely pushed a lot of the um, Lolita type fashion and shit. Like way before it was even like uh, conceptualized, it was a subconscious thing back then. Like before Gwen Stefani, before all the Harajuku Japanese stuff, she was kind of doing that. In the nineties. And as you had all know, Kirko, sorry, Doc Bartlett. had a band called Hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- dude, Courtney, Lo- look, look at the picture I put in the chat of young Courtney Love next to uh, plastic surgery Courtney Love. That's a fucking boy. That's a boy with eye makeup on. Where'd you put it? It's like between Tulsi Gabbard and uh, Elliot Page. Oh, it's oh, up. It's up yeah. further. 
Although, you know, the archetype for Lilith, which is the archetype of a succubus, is a masculine or rather a non-womanly woman. You know, woman that's not doing womanly things. So women in battle, like uh, even <laughs> Helen of Troy. And I don't want to say Joan of Arc, but Helen of Troy, different archetypes. Uh, Queen of Sheba, you know, different, uh, different mentions. They're basically mm. seductive. Women that aren't like, you know... All the descriptions of Queen of Sheba do not look like what you're seeing on the left-hand side of this picture or the right-hand side of this picture. Where's that picture? (laughs) I don't see it in the chat. Not even... even It's more like Salma Hayek and Dust Till Dawn. Like, that's the uh, the thing. Not even Ishtar looks like this. Yeah, Ishtar. Ishtar, Lilith. I mean, they're kind of... Well, it's just the darker darker aspect. Venus and the moon, respectively. So are, are are we to the arts and entertainment? Uh, yeah, let's now? do arts and entertainment, and then let's close this episode out because we're getting towards the I, end of the hour. I had a follower, uh, a, a listener on Twitter, send send me about eight pictures of Haley Joe Osment, mm-hmm. and the one that stood stood out to me, and it's a it's a I guess a movie poster. You don't really have movie posters anymore, but this is a. I guess if you were scrolling through your streaming service, this is what the image that would come up. And it's a movie he uh, he is in quotes here has done as an adult called Sex Ed. Fake it till you make it. And it is Haley Joe Osment, the adult. Now, uh, people who may or may not be familiar, Haley Joe Osment was made famous by uh, saying I see dead people on the sixth sense. He was the little the little boy in Sixth Sense. If you look at this picture, I am seeing, I'm seeing a woman. I'm seeing FTM here. Look at how tiny the hands are. The holding of the, the holding of the banana, the entire thing, the entire thing seems like a, there's so much going on here. It's a short forearm, very short forearm. Uh, Yes. The little alligator arms, very small, Charlie Kirkish, Size face, but not right. But not on a big head. It's still on a small head. Right. And uh, when you look at some of the other pictures he sent me, I can see it too. And it's it's like uh, they'll put a beard on this guy now. Uh, They're they're trying to they're trying to rehabilitate Haley Joe Osment to make him like a funny comedian guy. You know, like a comedic actor sort of one. So I have a feeling you're going to be seeing a lot more uh, in the name Haley. Isn't the name Haley a, a girl's name? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Like, uh, then that dovetails into the Time Magazine cover that came out today of Elliot Ellen Page. Elliot Ellen Page was originally a boy. They made it into a girl to do anti-woman agitprop like Juno and other stuff. Right. And then for some for some reason for some reason they've decided to let it revert back to its original form. So you can look at the the picture I put in here, this is this is a male's skull to begin with. You know, so they lopped off its bolt-ons. Mm-hmm. And it probably it's probably destroyed down below. There's probably nothing they could do about the down below part. But it came it, the the Time magazine cover today said, "I finally become what I am," or something. Uh, 
God damn it, I don't have the I don't have the Time magazine cover up, but I'm telling you they're pushing says, this I'm agenda so hard. It says yeah. I'm fully who I TV, am. And it's got a picture of Elliot Page Dolphin? on the front page on the front cover of Time magazine wearing faded jeans, old no name sneakers, and like a faded gray you know, crew neck hoodie. That's how you, that's the cover, and you can see the hands. Those are those are boy hands, those are guy hands with all the veins and the large knuckles. And but that's a guy, and yeah, and I'm fully who I am. Elliot Page, actor Elliot Page, and the fight for trans equality. Yeah, the the joke I'd made on Twitter with this picture is uh, this is the guy at your wife's work that tells her she should get a divorce every time she complains about an argument you had about TV shows or the dishes. <laughs> DB, have you ever looked at Corey Feldman to figure out if they're uh, FTM? I uh, hadn't thought of the two Corys. One of them committed suicide, so uh, that that's up there with the 41% because rate. Because of being abused by Charlie Sheen, possibly. Hmm. Corey Haim on the set of Lucas. It's pretty right, obvious. Right, yeah. Yeah, Corey Feldman is the one who's who's been coming out over the years with just hitting hard on all of this pedophilia on child stars and uh, the massive amounts of abuse. Well, he yeah, um, but they he did always a does very, thing. They did a very bizarre movie called Dream a Little Dream together. That was mm-hmm. really weird. Yeah, with well, an entire Michael Jackson sequence. The thing Ooh. about Corey Feldman is he always says he's about to reveal something, and then nothing ever gets revealed. Yeah, he, right. he pimped out his friend, I think, or sold his friend, uh, Haim. That's what his, that's what Haim's mom said to Corey. Yeah, and I think he's yeah, trying to make some money thing. off it again. It's really... But I mean, Corey the reason Feldman I ask is Corey so. Feldman definitely had um, like some stunted growth and weird weird stuff that happened. You know, Who, Feldman? I don't is know it? if that means he's... Tra- well, yeah, he said he was force-fed diet pills. I don't know if that's true or Whatever, not. he's a Jew. He's got like weird genetics. Yeah, well, also weird family and <laughs> weird family... Uh, stuff you know sure i'm sure i'm sure they all do you know i wouldn't be surprised if he was force-fed diet pills jewish mother (laughs) yeah all right well we got the elliot page thing in that's a guy always was always it it finally is who it finally was It, it finally became what it truly was becoming right always you mean you were always a guy always was yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's also sick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It really is. It yeah. really, really, really is. Um, and you know, there's nothing you can do that that. I mean, that like it's the slippery slope. Like this thing is like full on, you know, off the rails, straight downhill, off the tracks. You know, it's no longer a slope. This thing is off the cliff. Shark has been jumped long ago. <laughs> That's why we're looking into the other, you know, like the shark has been humped. So oh, you guys yeah. know the, the whale has been humped. The shark has been jumped. The second Iraq war started on Equinox. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. March 20th. The whole Shekinah. Yeah. Shock and awe. The Which I think is Persian New Year. Not a coincidence, of course. Iraq no. celebrates that. They made they made Elliot Page look like the Virgin meme right. from the Virgin, the Virgin Chad the meme. Chad. Yeah, 
Well, the online everyone did that on purpose. was posting about how um, it's the incel meme. Yeah, the virgin Chad meme. Yeah, like, like Elliot's, Elliot they, Roger. But they did it completely on purpose. Everything except for. Uh, the headphones and the glasses. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. The hands in the pocket, the slumped shoulders, the sneakers, the dirty jeans. Yeah, it's the same. The gray hoodie, the gray sweatshirt. It's okay. All right. Got to be intentional. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. All right, Astro, thanks for coming on, man. We're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right. Dogbot, Reinhardt, um, you guys want to shill your telegrams real quick? Uh Actually, hold on. Astro, do you have anything that you'd like to shill? I don't know. You don't do... Uh, no, not at the moment, but thanks right. for asking. All right. I guess buy, buy Transgender Industrial Complex if you haven't yet. Yes, absolutely buy that. Yeah. Book. It's a great book. I got tired of reading it. It's just because I just got tired of being like, I know! God damn it, I know! It reads like a... It reads like a literal indictment. Like mm-hmm. it's a, so technical. Like they literally should be able to file a court case with that. <laughs> you probably can. Just can't. call it the money. Hopefully. You know? I'm cruising through was Jonestown a medical experiment, a oh, CIA medical experiment right okay. now. Yeah, I'm cruising through it. It's it's a 550 page book, but I Is it an easy I was reading it the I other night and I, I I was like, holy shit! I just read 100 pages. All right, I brought it with me, so it's easy to read. I'll start reading it tomorrow. Oh, it's real easy to read. Okay, yeah, cool. Cool. So that means that means uh, coming soon a Jim Jones Jonestown episode. Yeah. Yeah. How, how's Raven Reinhardt? Uh, I just barely started it. I got through a couple of a couple of other books that I'd been waiting on to to finish forever. Uh, so I just started. It's good so far. I'm only a couple of chapters in, but this is going to be a very comprehensive <laughs> look at oh yes, at very deep the dive. Jim Jones connection. Yes, yes. All right. Well, that's coming soon. Uh, we have other guests coming soon. We have other stuff coming soon. A lot of stuff coming soon. Starforce right. Friday. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about Starforts. That'll be fun. Yes. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Don't forget to check out our Telegram t.me/slash/theparanormies/present, fellas. Uh, t.me/slash/chupacabra_kennel. Get inside the kennel. And t.me/slash/nephilimauer. Come join me on the mountaintop. All right, and as you know, as always, we still got shirts. DissidentApparel.com slash allies slash paranormies. Check them out. Shirts are coming in. I'm jealous because my shirts aren't here yet. People have gotten shirts before we did. I'm a little, a little saddened by that, but we'll get them. I think, I think we overwhelmed them with how many people actually wanted our shirts. I don't think they were well, prepared. Let's, say, let's get some good pictures of, uh, you know, Ladies wearing the shirts and just send, send us the pictures uh, to the uh, email address. That'd be great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> definitely do that. I mean, okay. asking for hand picks is one thing, but I mean. Oh, I'm married. Yeah. 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 Hand picks, too. Yeah. 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 All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll talk to you guys Friday. See you later. Time travel makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs>